Rusty Quill presents. Cool fact: A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Previously on Planet Arcana. With one successful performance in the books, the damn good on wilds prepare to wow the CGA crowd a second time. When Lux Booker visits them ahead of the show, he is visibly exhausted, a sign that his big sleep is imminent, just as Teaspoon requested. When the damn good on wilds are called upon to play, Crater Wayne takes center stage and rocks the crowd with a heavy tune to thunderous applause. Afterward, our heroes return to the green room where they encounter their rival's Team Sprocket, engaged in heated discussion about Vlad's apparent obsession with Babera's guardian, Patricia. Vlad leaves without his bandmates, 
but not before the crew spy a menacing note from Chrissy in his belongings. Seemingly, she's come through on her promise to ensure that Vlad won't be a problem. With Vlad gone, Babera reveals that they lost their parents in an accident, but that their recollection of the event, and of their parents, is fuzzy. The crew takes this as confirmation that Babera's parents were the mysterious composite couple. Though there is little the crew can do with that information at present, and they have more pressing matters in front of them. And so we arrive at the third day of CGA performances. Team Sprocket takes to the stage one last time, with Vlad notably absent. Honeypot and Babera perform Vlad's verse in his stead, only to realize with chagrin that his lyrics are yet another play for Patricia's attention. The damn good and wilds finish their CGA performances with an intimate and vulnerable song written and led by Riot herself. And while the tone of her performance is unexpected, the crowd's reaction is precisely on brand, as their frenzied enthusiasm quite literally causes a riot. With the adulation of the CGA audience ringing in their ears, the band returns, triumphant, to Sister Mary Viable with plans to rest and savor their on-stage achievements. But there is time for neither, as J.D. Detective informs them 13 received an unexpected visit from a new client of Lux Booker's. And now 13 is not answering their speak shell on the eve of their assault on Lux. Finale 13 is missing. I can hear you. Listening. I can hear the cacophony coming from all across the fifth collide. Oh, how I miss you, my dearest darling. I miss the clockwork, the neon, the networks. Oh, these metropolises, these, these burdened, desolate biomes. Oh. The fun and games we have planned. But always with the promise that we are on a blinding path of success. You will be tried. You will be compromised. I repeat, we've been compromised. But do not despair. You will see the world. You will know planet Arcana. You will find all it takes is a friend. All it takes is perseverance. All it takes is a little sweat. All it takes is a key. It's late, and you're tired. Crater and Celestine, having had few to no experience performing for crowds like this endless sea of cheering and watching and judging, three days straight you've done this, and your bodies are pumping with android adrenaline like you've never felt before. You're energized, but you're also tired. It takes a lot out of you doing this sort of thing. Even you riot, seemingly built for the spotlight, even you, Celestine, youthful and unencumbered by the weight of a full life of experience, and especially you, Crater, having mustered the courage and wherewithal to shine bright on stage like a blazing inferno, facing what is likely the last time you'll ever get a chance like this, the seesaw of 
energized to exhausted is a draining process in itself. So, when you return to Sister Mary Viables after a day of invigorating performance and a successful minor rat heist past the Diplos, you're immediately faced with a piece of information that teeters the seesaw once again. It's late. You're tired. But 13 is missing, and they're not responding through the speak shell. You're, you're not able to reach them, I'm assuming. No, no. This feels bad. It, it, well, yes, it, it, it's extremely bad. It's, uh, it's exactly what we've been trying to avoid by having 13 here. Bartera is most definitely in cahoots with Lux. Ah, uh, it was the strangest thing. I, I actually talked to her while she was here at, at Sister Mary Viable, and she, she came up to me and she was extremely friendly. Like, more friendly than, huh. Like, too friendly. Like, very friendly and very charming, I might add. Why did I... She just... We talked for a bit, and, and now it's just all blurry, the things that she said to me. But she told me to go up to my room, and I just thought that it was the most obvious thing, that I should go up to my room. And so I said, thank you, Bartera, for the wonderful conversation and the glass of ginger ale. And and then I was just up in my room, sitting and waiting, and then I, and then I was talking to you. I hate to tell you this, but I... <laughs> I think I've been sorcelled. Sorcelled? <laughs> I believe I was sorcelled, yes, through Bartra's charms, and I fear that 13 was similarly sorcelled. Similarly sorcelled. <laughs> that is, uh, that is troubling indeed. Indeed. JD, you, you are the name on 13's room, is that correct? That's true, yes. Can... You get us into that room so that we might look around to see if there's anything that we can we can see, anything we can find, something 13 may have left behind, even if it's just to know whether or not they still have the speaking stone with them. Absolutely. Let's, uh, let's go take a look. Over to the death room you go, and JD lets you inside. It is just as you remember it. The coffin beds, the signs and balloons with various slightly ominous well wishes. You comb the room. You find what you expect. Rose petals, a basket, various bits and bobs that one requires to live their life. What you don't find is a speak shell. Is there anything else in the room that we might notice that could give us some sort of hint or clue? Anything that 13 might have tried to do on their way out? Roll me an investigation check. Anyone can do this. Yeah. Well, I hope that somebody else also does this because my investigation ain't great. That was a 24. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. Better than my five. <laughs> An investigation of the room is led. Every single piece of furniture is overturned. Every single picture on the wall is flipped over. You comb it top to bottom and you find nothing. Nothing unusual. And that in itself, well, it seems rather unusual to you, doesn't it? As if 13 would simply leave. As if 13 wouldn't leave a note. As if 13 wouldn't give you any indication as to where they were going and why. It all strikes you as extremely worrying. Well, JD, it seems that you are likely correct that 13 left here under ensorcelled means. And are you sure it was just Bartera? Or did you see anybody else with 13? I didn't see anyone aside from Bartera. And Bartera was most certainly the only one I at least remember speaking to. But you say Bartera is in league with Lux. That's not good. 
I just had a question, like with my see through the bullshit mod. Is there anything that can be done with it? I feel like it's mostly just an attack thing, but I have, I do have an eye that sees other things, just just in case. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fair effort, and I will say that, like during the investigation check, perhaps you also combed with your see the bull see through the bullshit eye. And unfortunately, nothing. Eh? There was no bullshit to be found. But the absence of bullshit is rather some bullshit in itself. I would say. Mm-hmm. Do we have an understanding of how the speak shells work? Like, can we? Like, do we know that if we speak into one of them, that automatically all of them receive it? That's what you found out when you looked into them the first time. Basically, you all get the message if one of you speaks into it. If one of them breaks, they all break. And they work on one plane of existence. Or they they all have to be on the same plane of existence to work. And ours are still working? Yeah, yeah. When you try it, it does work. Well, what if we try to, like, smoke them out with something? Like, emotionally? Yeah. We certainly have to assume that Lux has access to whatever it is that we're going to say through the speaking stones. What if we imply a kind of ease to throw them off guard? What if we're, like, insinuating that this was part of a plan? Keep them on edge. Keep them maybe distracted a little trepidatious about their next moves. Well, that's a better idea than anything I've got. Okay. Just just before we go, maybe potentially tip our hand here. Uh, JD, one one quick question. As a as a deep low yourself, are you able to track somebody's pip? I have Bartera's number. If I were to call her, would you be able to like I don't know, do your CSI thing and <laughs> triangulate her exact location and maybe we can have a better sense of where they've gone? CSI Paragard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I may be able to triangulate something, but I would. Have to go to the the Diplo headquarters. It may, it may take some time. Hmm. Do you think it's maybe worth it to wait? Well, I was going to say, they, they, they probably know that we're going to come back to the hotel and we're going to find this mess. Um, so if we don't address that, they're going to know that we're looking for them, essentially, right? So I think like your idea is right and maybe put them at ease. Do you suspect that you are known to be, I don't want to say accomplices, because that sort of implies that 13 has done something, but... Do you suspect that you're... Mm. Someone else suspects that you're in league with 13. I, I I feel as though if they knew that 13 was here, they knew that we were here. And the assumption could have been laid. But you're right. Do they know? Are we giving anything away? Well, we tried to contact 13, right? Yeah. So if they have access to that speaking shell, they know that we're trying to contact them. Even if they know that we're in league with 13, like I think we maybe should try to play this off. Like you said, right? Like, like, oh, 13, I didn't realize you were having such a rager at your place. Celebrating CJ is hard, eh? Something like that, I don't know. It is likely that we are suspected already, as uh, it seems that Lux wasn't exactly fooled with all the ring business. I, I know that Lux has been onto us more or less from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and my idea was not to, like put them at ease but to put them on guard too Ooh, okay to be like oh you've got 14 that's uh such a shame did i say 14 i think he did <laughs> oh they've they've leveled up they're moving up yeah. <laughs> <laughs> while while this conversation is going on i just want to have everyone roll an insight real quick 
Zero. Zero? Seven. Uh, Sixteen. Thank God. (laughs) Riot, you're going through all of the possible angles in your head. What could we do? You know, um, let's throw them off. Let's put them on their guard. And something sort of like... tugging at the edges of your thoughts and you're like what what is it that is bothering me right now and then it comes to you lux knows who teaspoon sent the message to and so perhaps it would follow that this is related just so you know you may not be involved yet and you don't know it doesn't necessarily implicate you yet all right yeah let's uh play it safe we can't find 13 so let's maybe try to find bardra like that's a logical next step right does that make sense? Mm-hmm. DMs, when is the closing ceremonies? Closing ceremonies are tomorrow. Right now, um, it's late in the evening. Uh, you will be expected like mid-morning uh, at CGA grounds tomorrow. Mm. I think JD um, pipes up. We don't know where 13 is, but if Bardra is in league with Lux, that's a lead. I mean, as, as far as I see it, he may want to keep them somewhere safe, as far as he's concerned, somewhere unreachable. That gives me a couple of ideas of where to start. And I may be able to go to the headquarters and start triangulating. And if you would want to go and check out one of the places that might be secure to Lux, I don't know how involved we want to get in it tonight, but I can't say I'm not worried. Because the last thing we want to do is is mess up the plans going forward as far as what Teaspoon's got on lock with Lux. Yeah, that, that, that's uh, our primary consideration, of course, is that we need to we need to enter the networks tomorrow while Lux is in his big sleep and soften him up for whatever Teaspoon has planned. Uh, if that goes well, then 13 will be alright, but I, I do worry about what will happen between now and then. I don't think we have the luxury of worrying about it. I think we just have to hope at this point. Feels weird just going to bed, though, right? Now, JD, you said you had some ideas about where Lux might stash something that he doesn't want found. Is there a chance that we might find Lux himself asleep in one of those places? Certainly. Well, then I think that we need to know what you know. Well, what I know is that Lux's office is on the Sector 9, on the top tier of the city, and something that I've heard from the Deep Lows is that uh, he's got an extra spot set up for himself on the CGA grounds. I heard from some sources that he's staying there, like sleeping overnight, which I thought was unusual. Extremely I hesitate to bring this up, but I would also assume that uh, Beefs may know of an extra location, but uh, the Deeplos are, are looking for Beefs right now, and basically what I'm asking here is, do I want to know? <laughs> Celestine goes up to JD, puts a hand on his shoulder, looks him in the eye, and says, no. <laughs> Understood. No, no. Anyway, in, in conclusion, the way I see it, maybe 13 is with Lux on the cga grounds and maybe they're in his office or maybe some unknown third location entirely but mm-hmm. all right and uh a third location that beefs might know about is that is that like could that be some sort of deep low safe house that you might be able to discover the location of i, I was more suggesting that uh if 
if Lux knew, then Beefs would know, and we could ask Beefs for some guidance, you know, or, or mm. try to get that information out of him. But mm. I suspect that Beefs might be hard to get information out of these days. Perhaps. <laughs> yeah. 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 We shouldn't. That, that's that's the wrong tree to bark up. I think. <laughs> Speaking of, like, where is Bark? Yeah. Is he doing okay? Uh, he seemed to be having a great time at CGA. I saw him dancing with everyone. <laughs> <laughs> and indeed you did it all comes back to you now how beef was dancing with everyone beef some like i know what you did last summer vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, is he is he here I, I wouldn't mind checking on him given his exploits all right so back to the hermit room the four of you go and upon entering, you do indeed find Bark. Perhaps you would like to give me a description of what Bark is up to? Well, see, the thing about Bark is he gets around. <laughs> <laughs> and if there's one time of year that Bark loves more than any other time of the year, it's the CGAs. Something about tail. But <laughs> we find Bark uh, among several other dogs uh, sleeping in the bathtub. In Celestine's usual spot, there's like there's like a, a Rottweiler and then a Chihuahua <laughs> and then a little Shih Tzu that has his hair pulled up. Yeah, <laughs> they're all like you know showing their underbellies just like by yeah. them. Yeah. Can they all also have an undone button-up shirt? Yes, on for some reason guaranteed. <laughs> and a loose tie. The bulldog is puking into the toilet. Everyone else is sleeping. I'm gonna leave several bowls of water on the bathroom floor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's nice. They all wag their tails and give little yips and buffs of gratitude. Yeah. <laughs> cool. That's the all hangover right. noise. Well, maybe we leave Bark to it for tonight. <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. I'm glad we didn't burble Zoom. <laughs> Who? What? Celestine sheds a single tear. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, well, we've got... Lux's office in the CGA grounds. Are we planning to look into this tonight or do we do we rest up and make a fresh start? I think tonight is perfect given what we've got on our plates tomorrow. I agree, Ms. Rad. I don't really want to wait to know more about 13 safety. Yeah, like I said, I don't know if I can just go to bed after that. The question is whether Lux would keep Bartera and 13 in the same place as he himself is staying. It sounds like we can expect to find Lux on the CGA grounds. Mm-hmm. Would it make sense for him to put all his eggs in one basket? Probably not. Like everybody at the same location? Yeah. Yeah. Which would suggest that Barter and 13 might be in his office. Perhaps. Barter is like really fucking famous, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like she's a famous musician. Like, right? Can you not do like your little pip magic? Like are people not like taking photos of oh all the celebs like walking around this town? Yeah, for sure. Like, I can do that. I don't know why I didn't think of that earlier. Like someone someone oh. had to see her, right? Yeah. No, for sure. That's the easiest thing that I hadn't really thought of. Okay, cool. Let me let me descend into the pipverse. The pipiverse. And 30 seconds goes by and uh, Riot has spotted the last picture of Bartera. All right. 
over to Barter's page, you go, and actually, there's nothing that she's posted tonight, but if you go into like... Her tagged photos? Yeah, exactly. Tagged photos. Um, you do see a couple of pictures of her wearing sunglasses at night, sitting very conspicuously <laughs> on the patio of like a very, very fancy uh, Sector 9 restaurant. So almost like she's just... <laughs> She's trying to look like she's not trying to be seen while sitting outdoors um, wearing sunglasses at night. Sector 9. That's where Lux's office is, right? Indeed. Well, okay then. Niner, niner. I don't know what that means. Niner, niner. Copy. Copy. Yes. Copy. Roger, roger. Well, I, 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 that's a logical lead. I'm going to try the office first, and then if that doesn't pan out, we have to go to the festival grounds tomorrow anyways. That's right. JD, I don't suppose you want to come with us if uh, if we are able to recover thirteen. They may need uh, they may need some looking after. Ah, um, would you like me to come with you? I, I certainly could. I suppose I I don't know that I've been in the field for some time. I've I've been in this room. I'm excited all of a sudden. Yes, yes, I will accompany with you. I think that's a a great idea. Yes, nice. Don't take any offense to this, JD. Um, but mm, I don't like it already. <laughs> we, I think we need to be careful walking together because um, mm. it's probably not great for us to be seen walking around with the deep blow, if you know what I mean. We have a uh, reputation to keep. Yeah. What if I wear big sunglasses and this fedora and my fishnets? Perfect, to be honest. <laughs> Perfect. Incognito. <laughs> okay. all we're like, JD, do you want to come? But but JD, don't be seen with us. <laughs> it's extremely rude. Walk ten feet behind us at all times, please. <laughs> Just don't tell anyone you know us. Yeah. yeah. I will be within the shadows. You have nothing to worry about. Let me okay. get my fishnets and I'll be ready to go. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so you exit Sister Mary Viables into the humid night and head up to Sector 9. Up the elevator you go, up, up, up. And I I will remind you at this point that Sector 9 is only accessible to people with a uh, enough PIP followers. So without Riot, this excursion would be difficult. Ah, um, that's true about everywhere we go. <laughs> <laughs> very, very fair. You make it. Mm. And once again, the fanfare greets you, even though it's late, late, late in the night. And you head over to Lux's office. And the last time you were here, it was a most challenging experience especially for you riot mm -hmm. but you approach and you approach this magnificent tall office building that hangs directly over the side of the waterfall precipice you look up at the almost entirely glass building and you see lux's office up on the top floor you get ready to do whatever you're about to do and at this point i'd like to ask like what's what's the game plan here walk straight in like something stealthy, you tell me. I could reintroduce the medallion of thoughts at this point, like the same way that Ooh. we were tracking Vlad with by way of, of thoughts. Could that be an option? You were tracking the buzzing yeah. last time. So you could try. Like if we got to a place that felt uh, promising and I tried to tap into 13's thoughts. Let's start from here. Is the building open right now? It's an office building and this is nighttime. Can, if we wanted to, could we just walk in the front door or is it closed? The lights are on inside. 
Okay. It's uh, it looks pretty empty. Like it looks like a typical office building at night. But um, yeah, you don't see anybody actually on this first floor. And as you go, maybe like you go and check the door and it is open. And Lux's office, you said, you said it's on the top floor. Correct. How tall is this building? Perfect um, question. Like a few stories, probably like five or six stories. Does that sound right, B? Yeah, that sounds correct to me. Yeah, five or six stories. In feet. In feet. <laughs> um, each story is 20 feet. Does that, is that right? At least 100 feet. Which is some tall floors. Are they? What's it? Yeah. Is like, 10 like, feet? 14. Yeah. A condo is like, like 12 feet. Yeah. But this is no condo. This is a very <laughs> fancy office building in the highest sector of Paragarden. It's like 120. So yeah, let's put it let's put it at 120 feet high. Okay. Cool. Okay, right. I, I straight up, I have some reservations about you walk just walking in there based on what happened last time. I don't know if that's really the the correct game plan. I being at a disadvantage. You and I can scale this building straight up. Oh. Celestine I don't know how good of a climber you are. Oh, I don't need to climb. And Celestine wild shapes into this magician form and hovers off the air, uh, off the ground into the air a little bit. Oh, perfect. (laughs) That's right. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) So we we could, all three of us, just scale up this building. But if we want to get a sense of what's going on inside, I can also take the stairs up. Maybe like I can go invisible and just like pop my head out once in a while and then meet you up there on the roof or we can just play it safe and all just go up together might it be worth entering from the top since it's so high up it is easier going down the stairs than up the stairs that is true how do i do that for the sake of not having to climb stairs yes <laughs> <laughs> climb the side of the building i hate stairs just might be better vantage point you know yeah cool yeah i'm down let's uh Let's get to the roof of this building. Um, that's fucking sick, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> okay. you, would you like to roll a stealth check going up, or are you? Would you like to use this as uh, media coverage? <laughs> oh, oh, that's oh. interesting. Uh, interesting. Stealth. Yeah. Uh, all right. If, if we're going stealth, then I'll cast pass without trace. Oh, oh, hell yeah, hell yeah! All right, everybody, give me a stealth check plus ten. Boy. Oh boy, that's a twenty-seven. That's a thirty-two. Yikes! Oof. Only wow. only sixteen. Only sixteen for for me. Uh, <laughs> take take an inspiration. Ooh. And what's Frick. your what's your 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 die right D6. now? D six. D six. Okay. Uh, okay, that puts me up to eighteen. Oh, okay. well, that's marginally better. <laughs> still, still very good. Overall, very good between the three of you. Um, Celestine is just a bit more. Um, I think like the two of you climbing a building, like it could be night washers of the windows. You know what I mean? But Celestine is literally a flying gear. Android, so there's just, it's just a little bit harder to be stealthy and it is what it is, but it's late and people are distracted with all of the partying going on around them and all of the events that they have at their disposal. Who cares about who's climbing up this tall office building? Who cares about an office building? Everybody's climbing up. Maybe like w- one teenager who's smoking a J by the waterfall sees a floating gears <laughs> android and just quietly 100%. decides never to mention it to anyone. A hundred percent. And it's going to haunt his dreams probably for the next couple of years. Aww. It's nice to make an impact, you know? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And you have done that in spades since you have arrived. But... You climb or fly all the way to the top of this glass building. And as you arrive to the top, you can't see through the top of the roof except for 
Lux's office itself. So mm, as you start to, just because of the construction of the roof. Mm. Yeah, but Lux's office is built like a box, like a completely glass box. So as you get close to it, you look in and you see the lights, just like the, the working lights are on, basically. Not all the overhead office lights, just like a couple lights to make it kind of dim. Um, and like a soft amber light just lights up everything in the room. Um, you see his desk in there. You see his... Uh, nameplate on the desk l booker curationist <laughs> nothing seems to be out of order and nobody is in this office that we know of that you can see <laughs> it, is there a clear way in oh no i mean this is this is a glass roof is there a door to get into like a like a roof door there is but it's not into his office it would be like into the waiting area no yeah but we can see that there's not too many people about you can only see into his office basically would you say that this glass box kind of looks like a big window (laughs) um and i'm implying maybe we should just break through the window (laughs) (laughs) you know at this point I would love to embrace the chaos. All right. Well, I'm not sure why we did the stealth thing on the way up, if we were just going to break <laughs> stuff once we're here, but uh, I'm happy to follow your lead. We, we don't want to be specifically implicated. We just want to fuck shit up. That's beautiful. Is everybody on board with that? We haven't crashed through a window since back in Viridesia. Honestly, it's been too long. <laughs> I, can I just headbutt this window? Scratch that itch. <laughs> I'm not even going to make you roll for it because you're strong and it's glass. Like you, there's glass doesn't stand a fucking chance against you. So you headbutt this window and make a pretty clean opening, I would say, uh, for all of you to fit in. And you watch as the glass shatters and falls to the ground and it makes a pretty loud noise, but you don't suspect that anybody on like ground level would have heard it. Excellent. Oh, Mr. Booker. You don't hear a response just yet. Just yet. All right. Uh, I'm going to immediately go to his desk and start rummaging. Okay, so you're you're all climbing into the... All four of you climb into the... Yeah, I'll float down through the through the the broken glass. You know, I just said four of you because... I was going to say, is Bark here? I was going to say JD. We we burbled JD immediately. (laughs) We told him to walk so far behind us we forgot he was there. Yeah, we just assumed, you know. You all, like, go to to climb into the room and then you remember JD and you look over the the side of the building and you just see JD at the side of the building, like, looking around, kind of confused. <laughs> Holy shit, we're horrible at this. <laughs> oh, we don't deserve friends. No. Bullies. We are bullies. We're fucking Gryffindor here. <laughs> oh god. Oh my god, okay, well, beautiful. We have we have an eye on the ground, which is which is mm-hmm. good. Hey, great point. And like, it's not like JD could fly. So like, yeah. what was he gonna do? Oh. Yeah, JD's our he... JD's our lookout down there. <laughs> yeah, JD hides his flying powers for another day. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the three of you drop in to Lux's office, and as you do, you hear some sort of heavy footsteps from the waiting room. What do you want to do? Huh. You have like but a moment here to react to that. Okay. Let's get ready for whoever's going to come through that door. Hey. In what way? <laughs> um, I'll hide under the desk. Nice. Okay. Um, 
just to clarify, the footsteps are coming from like beyond like the door to the waiting room, right? Yeah, they're coming from the waiting room towards Lux's office, basically. Okay. Where you are. Can I immediately run towards the door? And then I'm going <laughs> to pop out the immovable cane. Oh. And put it against the door and flip the switch. <laughs> oh. Yep. That's what you can do. Ah, All good. Right. Well, I suppose I, there's I, no need for me to hide behind the desk anymore. No, I was going to cast Phantasmal Force and create a giant boulder in the middle of the room with, oh. like, die fascist pigs written on it from some punk That would have been really cool, but Crater has Whoa. a stick, so we're good. Crater has a stick. I love I mean, the you stick. could still do that. There's still a hole in the roof that needs to be accounted for. Yeah, but that that, that bought us a minute or two here to Oh, absolutely. Rummage. Okay, so the three of you kind of like scramble for a plan here. And Crater, you handle the most immediate thing, which is someone's coming towards the door. And so you stop the door from being able to open. And from beyond the door, you hear you hear a voice. Oh, <laughs> good Lord. Oh, good Lord. Absolutely. Right in the midst of one of my favorite watercolors. Hello? God. It's not a voice you recognize, <laughs> but there's... <laughs> There's someone on the other side. All right. Well, I'm going to ignore that. Um, <laughs> what's going on in this office? So the thing that's going on in this office is, first of all, there's someone rattling at the door, sounding confused and sounding a little bumbly. But that's okay. You've, you've dealt with that for now. The office is as it normally is. Like I said, like his desk is there. There's like a couple seats at the back of couch, a couple seats in front of the desk, a couple of uh, bookshelves. The thing that one of you notices, Riot, as you come in here, it's hard to place, but you're sort of overcome with the feeling that like, it just is like a sickly feeling that washes over you being in here. Something about this room doesn't want you in here, and it's hard for you to focus and concentrate. Nothing happens immediately. It's just that you're not feeling well in here. Well, that feels like I'm supposed to be here if Lux doesn't want me in here. Further than that, that's what you can see off the bat. If you'd like to do like a check or something, yeah, we can certainly go from there. I would like to do a check for sure. Sure. Anybody can if they'd like. Yeah. I'd probably be looking for like, is there a hidden sort of room off of this office or something like that? Access to somewhere else that, you know, like like Lux's panic room or something like that where yeah. they might be hiding. <laughs> yeah. Or, or there's like a safe behind a painting or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That kind Good of stuff or like, like that. Uh, what is it called? Like the, the portals? Like the um, the circles? Oh, a teleportation, teleportation circle. Ooh, yeah. that's interesting. In like a closet or something too. All right, so there's a couple options here. You could all roll like a check. You could help each other and have one person roll at advantage. Well, I say let's help. Somebody, whoever's got the best investigation, I'm happy to throw my help behind that and also take a D6 for Cosmic Omen as well. Cool. That's definitely you, right? My investigation's plus two. Oh, that's definitely me then. Okay. Okay. <laughs> right. So, advantage in a D6. <laughs> uh, ba, 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 that's a 19 total. Ooh, not too bad. So, you all start to scour this office looking for a panic room, a teleportation circle, anything that suggests that there might be something else in here. This whole room is made of glass, save for the wall that leads to the waiting room. Glass ceiling, glass walls, glass floor. And you look down and you see Paragarden below you and you see the waterfall. You see people as small as ants walking below you, taking no notice of what you're doing up here. You check the whole office and eventually you start to narrow in on the desk. You notice that one of the glass panels 
um, for the floor underneath the desk is slightly different sized and it looks potentially like it has been moved recently. There's like some very light scratch marks in the glazing panels next to that one. But it's sort of positioned so that there's a desk leg on top of it. The part of the desk that's got like the shelving and things like that, it's on top of it. So it's not very accessible unless you would move the desk. Well, Crater, you want to uh, you want to nudge this? I think we can move the desk. Yeah, I'm just gonna do a little hip nudge to the desk. <laughs> Fantastic! You just move the desk. Yeah, uh, he, he hit he, the hip. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Perfect. As soon as you touch the desk and move it, an audible alarm starts oh, ringing. Fuck me! Uh, <laughs> dang it! All right. Well, I push it really out of the way then, so it's not in our way at all at this point. Okay. <laughs> okay. Fantastic. You hear the voice behind the door get a little bit more panicked. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Well, I mean, at first it was just a scratch, but now the alarm's going off. I don't know. Bar- Barter was the last one in there. I have no idea. No, just send them over. Send them over quick. Barter was the last one in there. All right. All right. Let's go. You've moved the desk. The alarm is ringing. The person on the other side of the door has called for someone. You're faced now with this panel that's below the desk. There's no obvious way, there's no handle or anything on it, but as you move the desk, it reveals something. There's a little numerical pad on this panel, almost like it's password protected. Hmm. Uh, I am good at this. <laughs> I've got thieves' tools. Ooh, I love that. I'm going to go to make a move on this. To disable it? Yeah. Fantastic. All right, so bypassing the actual numbers itself, you try to get into the wires and get into the work of it Mm -hmm. and see if you can disable it. And Riot, as you're looking down on this numerical pad, it's like you're having trouble focusing your eyes. Mm. Like you can't, you just can't quite see clearly and it's so frustrating. You're rubbing your eyes, trying to just like focus and trying to get your eyes to stop being blurry and you can't. You can make a check here but you will be at disadvantage. Uh, I think I think I'm going to do it. Can I cast enhance ability on Riot to let her make it straight? You could. Okay. So, I'll drop pass without trace, enhance ability on for I assume dexterity um for whatever yeah. this is going to be. Um oh, yeah. yeah. All right, go for it. Oh, and take a d6. Okay. Thank you. 25. No. Yeah. 30. Oh, what? <laughs> no. Wow. Yeah. Plus oh. 10 dexterity, plus 5 proficiency. I got a 13 plus 2. 28. That's 30. Yeah. God oh damn, that's God. 30. God damn it. God damn, it's 30. God damn, that's 30. <laughs> oh my you God. Watch Riot and the other two of you as you're looking on. You see this little password protected um, numerical pad. There's just like a little spark that flies out as Riot just hits the right wire and disconnects it the numerical pad like flashes a couple numbers and then goes blank and as it does you hear just like a clicking of this panel and you can tell now that it has been unlocked and you could open it and see inside and i suppose you do you look down the transparent floor shows the waterfall misting and sparkling as the cga arena spotlights hit it just at the right angles You see people walking far below this multi-storied building, mostly partygoers switching venues and enjoying the warm and humid night air. You see JD trying to look cool by balancing on one leg and like leaning against the wall and just sort of trying to uh, look inconspicuous and cool in his fedora fishnets and big sunglasses at night. (laughs) But when you disable this password protected pad, the floor flickers and goes black. You realize you were actually watching a projection. The floor is not transparent. It's merely an illusion. 
The panel on the floor opens to reveal a set of stairs descending further downwards than you would expect. And below, a dimly lit, tackily decorated room, like a 1970s basement. It's got wood paneling, orange, red, and white patterned wallpaper, pink couches and chairs, dark wood furniture, and high pile brown carpet. It's a style of decor whose success depends entirely on the person who owns it. In this case, Lux's secret room gives a creepy and outdated vibe. (laughs) There are no windows, only a single other door in this room, and the door is padlocked shut. It's padlocked from the outside. Correct. Well. Can we make some sort of like check to see whether this lock is trapped or anything like that before we just start disarming things? Uh, Yes, absolutely. Give me an investigation check. Yes, absolutely. There's going to be something that comes yeah, out. Yeah. 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 That's, that's what I heard. Guaranteed. 100% yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I didn't do very well. Yeah, I got 13. I got a 9. I got, I got a 14. Okay. Okay, it doesn't appear that there's anything, but yeah, you're not super confident. But like hmm. I said, it doesn't appear that there's anything. However, you do hear at the door now, um, whoever is behind it uh, talking to, it sounds like like two other people have shown up and it's just like, no, I have no idea. The, the door, absolutely, it just won't budge. I can't move it whatsoever, but I heard a crash and then the alarms went off. So you can probably surmise that a couple of other people have arrived. I guess most immediate question is, what are you guys doing now that you're in this like sort of under underfloor room? Are you like closing the panel behind you? Or are you going to leave it open for a quick escape? Like what's... Ooh. I mean, the, that door is not going to budge. So it really depends on how long we're planning to stay here. Because like, if they go around and we're kind of mm-hmm. fucked. But I would uh, I'd just as soon have a quick exit. Yep. Yeah, I agree. Let's get into this room and then scout and then GTFO. All right. So you're in the room. You're scouting. What's immediately visible to you uh, without any kind of check, it's just sort of out in the open, is a whiteboard. It has a whole bunch of notes on it. Looks like there's a map with some pins. Uh, Seems like an something involved in like planning um aside from that there is a door and the aforementioned uh gaudy 70s furniture (laughs) anything we can pick up about the the like the map there and the and the pins anything we can anything of interest yeah so if you want to go and check out the whiteboard i think the first thing that sticks out to you about it is the word orchestrator this is a word that you have become very accustomed and are perhaps a little reticent to hear and read, uh, but it does stick out. And at the very top, almost like a title of one half of the whiteboard is written, The Orchestrator's Virtuoso. And below it is a map of the Fifth Collide with pins on different locations. Another thing, and this would be sort of on the opposite side of the whiteboard, there's just kind of like a list and then some pictures pinned up next to it. Yeah, definitely want to know where the pins are, are like what locations they're marking. There are five pins. One is on Way Away. One is near Tropo Neo Vega. One is in the Good on Wilds near Tecastoric. One is directly in Coco Novopa in the north. And then one is near Paywall Prep. You notice on the map that there are two X'd out locations. No pins on them, just X'd out. One is in Viridesia, and one is on the outskirts of Crown City. Mm. Finally, one other detail that catches your attention simply because of the assignment that Riot was given is the word lakehouse question mark. Oh. Looks like these are uh, Lux's best guess as to as to Bonbon's lakehouse. Mm-hmm. 
Hmm. Man, he won't quit on this. It's really important. Now, I know time is of the essence, but did you also want to scrutinize the other side of the whiteboard? Yeah, the list and the pictures? Mm-hmm. Indeed. All right. I think perhaps as the other two sort of finish looking at the map, they're taking notes. What are these locations? Where are they? Right. You wander to the other end of the whiteboard. Mm-hmm. It's a list of names. You recognize some promotional materials that are related to, well, one of Lux's biggest projects, something that you never participated in, but something that many, many, many of Lux's other clients have gone through and, in fact, have come up through. It's called the Lux Factor. (laughs) And it is exactly as it sounds, a show where young adults come to compete and the winners receive a contract with Lux. These pictures that are lined up next to these names, they are leads. We've got Two-Step Taylor, a talented young dancer. You can tell from the photo that she's graceful. Next year, she will be in CGA as one of Lux's picks, currently competing on Lux Factor. Joyce Tick, all caps, easily one of the most popular e-gamers on the Fifth Collide. They hold a bunch of records for speedruns, but they're more known for their chat streams. Very charismatic, a good face for the industry. And finally, Vogue Garmentia, a fashion influencer, You've actually heard of them. Lots of listed brand sponsorships, and she's young. About the age that you were, Riot, when you set off on your own. The similarities don't end there, because pictured next to the picture of Vogue are a couple of older people. Perhaps her parents. In fact, almost definitely her parents. Pictured on a farm, in the good and wilds, and they look very humble and simple. And through one of their faces, a big X has been drawn through. What the fuck? Just one of them? Just one. Can I take it? The picture? Absolutely. All right. I am, uh, I'm confused and there's like a sense of a small amount of anger brewing that I can't really put a pin in. So I'm going to take it and, uh, let's move on. I'll deal with this later. A little glimpse into Lux's inner workings, perhaps a little more disturbed than you were when you first arrived in this subterranean lair. You uh, turn your attention to the rest of the room. Well, if there's a lock on a door, that seems to probably be where we want to get into. Indeed. Don't suppose you feel like doing your thing again, Ms. Riot? I always feel like it, honey. (laughs) 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 Jesus. (laughs) All right. Um, Yeah, okay. Let's go. You've still got enhance ability on, so you can take All advantage right. unless the DMs are giving you disadvantage. All right. Oh, we are. <laughs> oh, you are. So regular <laughs> old roll. I love that guy. Yeah. Regular <laughs> old roll. Uh, and is it a dexterity throw? Thieves tools again. Thieves tools. Got it. And from yeah. above, I'll also just mention that um, rather than a gentle knocking, there now seems to be a hammering at the door above you, almost as though they are... Uh, Taking more forceful means to try to enter this room. That's fine. Okay. Um, you two step away. Like, get to the other side of the room, just in case. Oh, 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 right. oh, oh Okay. Just because we don't know what's going on here. Might as well minimize risk. Um, oh. Just TNT the door open. <laughs> yeah. Um, Take another cosmic omen. Take another D6. What? Okay. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Okay. That's plus 
Ooh, it's a 32. <laughs> oh, there's a wee little 32. Possible. B and I are like in chats right now trying to figure out what the DC is. And then I was like, it's not going to matter. I don't think. <laughs> yeah, literally rolled an 11 and got 32. What? How is that possible? It's rather impressive because you are suffering from this double vision as though nothing in this room is meant for your eyes. And in fact, the room is almost trying to protect itself from your eyes and everything's warbling and splitting into two and you just barely have to poke your lockpick tools in that hole and it just <laughs> swings open for you baby oh I don't need eyes when it comes to these hands <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it opens for you like you've never seen a door open before and the room within similarly decorated in browns pinks and oranges it seems to be a bedroom, mainly because it has a bed, a water bed, to be specific. <laughs> Some vintage lamps frame that bed, and there's a pocket door to an ensuite bathroom. But of most interest to you is the familiar figure that sits upon the water bed, reading a magazine, and looking rather alarmed to see you. It's 13. Shit. Okay. Whoa. Uh... <laughs> Hey. Hey. What's going are on? You, you okay? Are you, are you good? Are you yeah. Old? Yeah. I'm uh I'm fine. I'm not I mean, I'm not in a place I would like to be necessarily, but I'm not hurt. What are you guys doing here? Uh we were coming to find you and save you cuz we love yeah, you. Yeah, it's a rescue mission. Damn. Ah, <laughs> oh, you guys are the best. You are so calm right now. Yeah. <laughs> Can I make yeah. an insight check on 13? <laughs> they are same thing. I can't give you the insight check. Oh my god, I can't roll today. I haven't, I haven't rolled <laughs> anything above an 8 so far. Oh my god. Uh, that is that 12. Sucks. What does what a 2 tell me? We got a 12, we got a 2, we got a, what was it? Oh, right? we got a 9 over here. Oh, we got a oh 9. Oh my god. Wow. Uh, uh, f- fucking, uh, no, I'm not going to waste it, never mind. Good. Go ahead. Alright, check it out. Like, y- y'all are stressed. You can hear the hammering coming from the room above you, like... 13 they're super super chill they're like the antithesis of what y'all are right now um you know you can't really intuit anything but i I guess can i medallion of thoughts them oh there we go okay you can't can't intuit anything but riot has a shrewd idea a shrewd idea (laughs) okay i feel like the the first thing that you notice riot is that the, the most prominent thought <laughs> 13 said it's just damn i wish they didn't take my joint <laughs> <laughs> okay that's pretty normal <laughs> uh, would you like to probe deeper <laughs> I, uh, yeah because who could be that calm without the joint you know all right they can make me a wisdom saving throw 13 all right all right okay. Fuck it. I mean, <laughs> all right. I'm making a whiz saving throw. A this whiz. is my first roll. I rolled a nat 17. Ah, <laughs> okay. Fuck me. Okay. So I think 13's like, I feel like funny in my brain and not in a way that I'm used to. I feel the stress from you guys and I get it. And it's been a crazy day. Um, I was, uh, well, I think I was sorceled. Was sorceled. <laughs> so is this a term? Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, a term for only nerds. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I 
I heard JD say it the other day, and it made me laugh. And uh, yeah, well, well. It, so, are you okay? Do you want to get? Let's get out of here. <sighs> yes, I don't think it's a good idea. What? Wh- what do you mean you don't think it's a good idea? I know. Bartera showed up to fucking Sister Mary Viable, and she just told JD to like leave, and I just watched him be like, yeah. And then he walked away and left. And then and then I was talking to her. And then suddenly I was just like getting in a car with her. And then we were going up the elevator. And then then I was here and she she brought me down here. And then she monologued for literally 45 minutes. Oh, and I am so sorry. <laughs> thank you. Because I wish that I could tell you that, like, I learned, like, I feel like typically if someone's monologuing, they tell you about their plan, right? Indeed. I literally just got a laundry list of all of her personal problems. Like, I do not know what the fuck is going on, but I know she's pissed at Patricia Tremolo. Why? Um, Teenage beef. <gasps> Barter strikes me as someone who, like, peaked in high school kind of thing. Uh. <laughs> anyway, the only thing that I kind of got from this is Bartera made this, she said this line as she was leaving. She said, Lux needs to make sure Teaspoon has a smooth final day of CGA. No distractions. And I think that they traced where I was. And I think they fucking just don't want me around because they think I'm going to do something. Or like Teaspoon's reaching out to me because I'm going to do something. You know, I don't I don't know. They just don't trust me around Teaspoon. And I'm worried that if I leave here, they're going to do something to her. Do you think that you're in danger or do you think that they're trying to just keep you at bay temporarily? I kind of think that that's it. I think that they don't want me near Teaspoon. And I mean, Teaspoon even said that, I mean, I think that's why she got you guys on board was because I was going to be, I mean, we have a plan, right? Or like you, you know what to do with, with whatever Teaspoon has planned, like if everything works right, I'm assuming I'm just going to get out of here when the time is right. I'm just really nervous to leave and put Teaspoon in any further danger, because I feel like that might fuck up your guys' plan, too. Yeah, we can't afford Lux to be out of his sleep trying to deal with anything else, really. We've got to make him feel like he's got it all under control. Yeah. That's big of you, you know, to put yourself here, despite the risk, you know? I mean... I'm literally just sitting here. You guys, how did you get in? The roof. Uh, nothing. The roof. Hey, um, question for you. They took all my stuff, including the shell, um, but also my my weed. Oh. I had heard that in your head. Is there any chance that you guys, like, found that? Oh, I gotcha. Absolutely. Oh, okay. Celestine sits down next to him on the bed and starts rolling a joint. <laughs> my guy. Yeah. But I watched Bartera take my shit and put it in the desk. So maybe before you leave, if you could get, like, the shell, and then we could at least stay in touch. I think that's a good idea, though. Mm -hmm. I am concerned that now we've attracted a bunch of attention directly to you. We've sort of broken everything and on our way through. And I feel like this might not be the last you see of Lux's thugs. Yeah. Um, I mean, well, listen, if I stay, I can keep up a lie for you. What do we want to tell them? Let's not put you here. I mean, a a fucking rock flew through the ceiling 
broke the broke the glass. Disarmed the yeah. lock. <laughs> and then Rumbled. rolled through and disarmed another padlock. This is a, this is a truly magical rock. I must, think, I must think it was a good excuse. Well, 13, what if you just said that like you got out for the joints because you were like, fuck this. And then you were just like, well, it's easy enough, but I'm not going to leave. Hell yeah. Also, there was a rock. And, okay, cool. So, <laughs> I mean... There, there must be rocks that fall occasionally or something, right? It's from a protest the, rock from, from the sky. The yeah. uh, leftist anarchist teens who are anti-CGA. And just so I understand the logic of this plan, where, where will the rock then be? If we say that a rock caused all this destruction, where might one find said rock? Oh, 13 threw it out the window. <laughs> Simple. Out the roof window. That's that's the only way to show uh, the neoliberal fascists that you mean business. Those anti-CGA anarchist teens. You know, I don't see anything wrong with this. (laughs) It's it's seamless. Um, Okay, so I'm going to tell them that some terrorists dropped a rock in here. Um, at the same time as I was trying to get out to get my joints, and when I saw the rock, I was like, this rock does not belong here, so I threw the rock back out the window. Listen. We've, we've had dumber plans. Yeah. This. <laughs> at this point, it would make more sense if we just blew up the building. Ooh, sick. Let's save that for plan D. <laughs> plan W. All right, listen, it's probably the best we got. I can hear them banging away up there. Um, I cannot overstate how much I appreciate that you guys came to save me. You are so cool, and you rule, and I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry that I got in the way of this, but I, I, I mean, you maybe already know this, but there's a couple things I did hear about Lux like I heard that he can barely stay awake right now like he is super tired exhausted he's so tired that he made his staff set him up a spot to sleep at CGA like near uh, the back of the grounds oh excellent well that is our plan working as expected (sighs) okay this place is fucked. Indeed. Like the decor. Yeah. Yeah. How's that waterbed? Is that, that couldn't possibly be comfortable. It was like kind of fun at first. You know what I mean? Like I was like, oh, this isn't the worst. And then like after half an hour of sitting on it, I was like, oh, it's the worst. Uh-huh. No back support. No. And like five dead fish in it. Oh, <laughs> no. How old we thinking? Oh, like at least 10 years, probably. What? I mean, who's got Jesus. a waterbed? They're, yeah, they're basically, it's just a fish skeleton. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, Holy shit. The lore of this waterbed is so rich. <laughs> rich. Okay, well, um, thanks for taking a bullet here for us as far as staying. Yeah, uh. Nice to see you, I guess. We'll be going. I'm doing this because I honestly have the utmost faith that whatever you have to do, you're going to be successful. (sighs) That is very nice. It is, and you are aware that if we're not successful, this is probably where you sleep from now on. Yeah. Um, is JD good? I probably, I don't know. He's down there waiting. (laughs) Down where? Oh, you know, on the ground. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, He's not much of a climber. Right. You climbed? They did. I floated. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Spike feet. Um, 
can you guys get me my weed? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. Okay. First things first. Uh, come in and have a seat at my tarot table. This is Bee's Taroporium, and I am Tarot Bee. Hello, Tarot Bee. Um, I, I, I don't know if I've come to the right place, but I was hoping that you could look into the cards and tell me about a good way that I could spend a little bit of my disposable income every month. Let fate guide your wallet. All right, let's draw your first card. <gasps> what is it? Is it bad? Perhaps the best card in all of the tarot deck is the Planet Arcana card, which represents a mysterious podcast full of androids, humans, and a great mystery. That sounds amazing. You'd like to delve deeper? Oh, please. Of course, of course. But heed my warning. Once you delve deeper, you'll meet the keeper. Okay, second card. (gasps) What is it? It is the Knight of Swords. Add free episodes. One day early access to episodes. But what if I was feeling even bolder? Look, I don't draw third cards very often. And I must warn you that things could get extremely funky if I do so. Would you like to proceed? Funk me up, please. (gasps) What is it? The third card that I have drawn is the Queen of Pentacles. Tell me everything about it. You will also have access to the secret knowledge of Recharge. Recharge? What is this? Recharge is a very secretive additional show. On Recharge, the Planet Arcana crew will share all of the most personal details of their fears, their dreams, their likes, their dislikes. Yes, yes, this, this is for me. How much is this? The Queen of Pentacles asks for a mere $10 a month contribution. That's it. Where can I do this? All you must do is go to patreon.com slash planet arcana and all secrets will be revealed i'm headed there right now right away go find your destiny at patreon.com slash planet arcana leave them a review leave them a rating on spotify or your favorite podcast provider go i'll do this and more i'll tell my friends i'll tell my neighbors i'll tell everyone that i know about patreon.com slash planet arcana go young man fulfill your destiny Thank you so much. (laughs) Yeah, wow. Is that hammering ever getting desperate? And perhaps you go back up through the uh, little trap door that you found this entire area through. The banging at the door continues. You can hear them behind it going like, we need to find another point of entry. And so I think that your window is possibly closing, but the drawer of the desk is before you, should you wish to ring jangle it. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it quick. Let's do it quick. At disadvantage. Uh, you still got enhanceability. All right. All right. All Frick. Right. <laughs> Mamma mia. 85. Uh, 27. Yeah. 85. <laughs> <laughs> Click. It opens. Hey. Within it, you do find the aforementioned joint. You find an entire rose. You find a specter mm-hmm. token. And you find a speak shell. I mean, uh, let's give the joint, the rose, and the speak shell to 13 and keep the token. Yeah. we can. Dope. All right. All right. So now the issue of leaving. Worryingly, the battering at the door has now ceased. So I do think that you could assume that the people on the other side have gone to find alternate means of entry. All right. Crater, if you think that it's safe to uh, take your stick off the door, I think I can get us out of here. I mean, sure. Okay. I need exactly one minute. Okay, I'll I'll stand by the door and then... Exactly 57 seconds. I'll unclick my stick. (gasps) All right. You be ready to unclick your stick when I say so. (laughs) 
And I spend the minute casting Windwalk on all of us so that <gasps> we all turn into wisps of cloud that have flying speeds of 300 feet. I'm sorry, you're wisps? <laughs> yes, we are wisps you're of cloud. Wisps. We have so a flying not... speed of 300 feet. We are resistant to damage wow. from non-magical weapons. We okay. can, all we can do is dash you or revert to our forms. Fox. <laughs> okay, here's what I'm going to do. You have one minute to do this. It's been a while since these alarms started going off. I'm going to have... What should this be? I want to do a roll to see whether the Diplos make it to the roof before you turn into wisps and see you. You will be able to turn into wisps, okay? This is about whether or not you're going to be seen. What should this be? Like a luck check, Jay? Initiative. (laughs) What? Initiative check? Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, So you want me to roll initiative? Everybody. Well, I think it should just be... Because you're you're the one casting the spell. I cannot roll. Uh, That's a six. Oh, man. Nothing above an eight. You're counting crater down. You're going five, four, three. And as the last two numbers are yet to be spoken, a couple of diplos and a harried looking security guard just (laughs) barely poke their heads over the like hole that y'all have created in the glass roof catch sight of three figures in this slightly dimmed room so you're not entirely sure how much they saw but they saw you and they go there they are two one and y'all are vapor (laughs) shit um hmm. well let's go with without a hitch (laughs) surely this won't come back to bite us in the ass no it's gonna be fine good enough and as you like wisp your way out of the roof and past these deeply deeply confused deep lows they're like is that a is that a hole in the ground underneath the desk and away you wisp (laughs) oh that was messy as fuck (laughs) (laughs) that was really really fun do we go meet back up with JD or do we get a little ways away and send him a pip message I mean like as a wisp can I just like go down the side of this building and like blow off his hat in the general direction of sister Mary Viables oh my god Mm, beautiful hopefully he gets the hint are you telling me that you're gonna blow JD's hat all the way back to (laughs) he's gonna Oh, that's he's cute. gonna chase his goddamn hat all of his <laughs> oh, oh my god! <laughs> this is the desired interaction I want with ghosts. Oh you know? <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> oh my god! Well, you're, you're gambit. It's gonna be a really cool level in the Planet Arcana official video game that comes out. Yeah. <laughs> ah, oh my, my hat! <laughs> my hat! <laughs> <laughs> and, a, and a very stubborn wind continually blows JD's hat all the way through Sector 9 onto the elevator. Get it around, <laughs> puts it back on briefly in the elevator, and then as soon as it opens, it blows off his head again all the way through <laughs> through the spray zone and back to Sister Mary fucking Viables. <laughs> we could have reconstituted at any moment and joined it. This is better. This is so much better. Oh, <laughs> oh my god well yeah i mean i think it's smart yeah it's actually brilliant but it's just very funny <laughs> yeah. it's simply so funny Poor JD. wow oh. and are we gonna spook him when we come back 
Yeah, like, I, so, uh, like, as we're getting close to Sister Mary Viables, I blow the hat, like, just around the corner. Uh, and as he, like, turns it himself, it's just clear it's going to be just standing there. Wearing it. <laughs> yes. yes. Oh, no. Did you drop this? Um. <laughs> the weirdest thing just happened. <laughs> I, um, I had to assume that this was you guys because I, nothing, no wind, I don't know what to say. I feel like I've been sorceled again. Um, let's let's and go. in a way you have. Uh, did you find out anything interesting? I mean, 13 is just fine sitting on a waterbed now with some access to inebriation. So they're, they're doing pretty good. All things considered. I will say uh, some of your deep low buddies may have caught a quick little glimpse of us as we were making our getaway, though. Ah, um, you can smooth that out for us, right, JD? Yeah. No problems I, there. I was going to say, can you give me a sort of a exactly what happened when they saw you? They said, there they are. The three. Oh. And then we were cloud. And then you were a cloud. Okay. Um, <laughs> We were in the dark. They didn't really. Yeah, get it was dimly lit. Okay, uh, it's. I'm not gonna lie; it's not much to work with, but I'll I'll do the best that I can. <laughs> Is thirteen fair. okay? They're f- they fine. insisted we leave them there. Okay, well, a successful mission in a way. Yeah, I suppose, and uh, I'm glad I was there. Although I'm sorry that I didn't keep up at first. Um, then you guys were gone, and I just felt like I should try and look natural yeah. and i think i was entirely successful entirely literally wasn't your fault at all we totally left you no no offense it, oh no none taken this has been an interesting night and i need to sleep off my sorceling i think <laughs> indeed should we all retire the ensorcelments of the evening ended you all make plans to retire Standing as you are in the alley with JD, you fill each other in, you part for the night, you decide to enter Sister Mary Viables separately, uh, having been recently seen perhaps as Deeblos as you were. JD goes in, and you turn to go in yourselves when suddenly you hear a noise from your pips. Oh, fuck. You have one unviewed video on your pip feed. Video by genre length length Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. 
Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.